are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful Tuesday as uh, we're getting closer into the mix of, of course, you know, the whole college baseball thing and how Arkansas is really good at baseball. And hopefully it continues on. And uh, as much as, you know, we can talk about that and we will talk about that throughout the rest of the baseball season, I think people are still in basketball mode. Like I've been doing my radio show every day. And even though the season came to an end over a week ago, uh, Razorback fans are still interested. They're kind of flying high, if you will, of uh, what all was going on with the basketball team, not only after the season ended, but with uh, what they have going on in the offseason moving forward into the actual season next year. And one of the big things that came out today was that Arkansas in the coaches poll finished number six in the country, which uh, it's the first time that Arkansas had ended the season uh, on a, in a top 25 poll since 2015. And it's the first time since 1995 that Arkansas had finished in the nation's top 10, where they finished second by the coaches and sixth by the AP polls back then. So you're talking about once again, more history being made where Arkansas has a top 10 ranking for the first time since 1995 as the season came to an end. And it's just incredible to continue to see what this season meant and how it all went down. And what's also amazing too, is to see the preseason polls coming out from the way too early predictions, whether it's Jeff Goodman or John Rothstein or whoever national guys who cover college basketball, they've been coming out with their polls of what they think Arkansas, or at least in the top 25 of what they look like uh, for every team. And Arkansas has been in them. Uh, I think Jeff Goodman had Arkansas at 14. Um, you know, uh, I saw some uh, publication have them at 20. But for almost all intents and purposes, you have Arkansas in the top 25 in all these major polls. Now, a way too early preseason top 25 doesn't mean much. It doesn't. It's honestly pretty pointless other than just have something to talk about. But what I believe it does do is it shows where the national media respect you, at least to the level that they respect you. Arkansas next year in basketball as far as the ones that we know as of right now that are returning from this past year's team, Steve Davis, Jalen Williams, J.D. Note, Connor Vanover, and it's pretty much it. I know that the seniors are moving on with Vance Jackson, Jalen Tate, and Justin Smith. Desi Sills is transferring out. We know Moses Moody is going to declare for the draft. I mean, let's, let's just go ahead and move on from that. But you're talking about four players that actually played on the team this year, returning next year. And they know that they've added D.C. Tony, a transfer from Pitt. they got some other guys they're going to be transferring in too. But that's just pretty impressive to me and incredible that you have no idea what Arkansas's team is going to look like next year. None of us do. Like, they, they're, not, they're, going to have, they're starting five. Devo Davis, Jalen Williams are going to start for sure. I think Note would start, although he's great coming off the bench. 
But you have K.K. Robinson, too. And even though he uh, didn't play this past year, you know he'll be back. So i am got to make sure I add to him. But you have a lot of uncertainty. Like, you know what you get with Devo and Jalen and J.D. Note. You don't know necessarily what you're going to get out of K.K. You think you have a lot of promise and a lot of potential there, but you had not really been able to chance to see what he can do. And then these D.C. Tony guys and some other transfers, you, you, know, you don't know what they're going to be. They could come in and be Justin Smith. They could come in and be Vance Jackson. You don't know. But the fact that people are giving that high ranking to Arkansas basketball, again, shows that this is more so about the respect of the program, the respect of the coaching staff that Eric Musselman has and has put together to where they see it as it doesn't matter who the coach is or who I should say who the players are by the coaching staff that gets assembled. It doesn't matter who the players are. You have a coach that's going to be able to make it work. It's going to be able to have a top 25 team. And in some cases, maybe even a top 10 team. Because let's be honest, folks. Most other coaches who have this team this past season, they don't do what Eric Musselman did this year. They just don't. And that's not taking anything away from the talent on this team at all. But given the circumstances of nothing but a bunch of grad transfers and true freshmen, not many coaches make it to being a top 10 team this year. But Arkansas did because of the coaching of Eric Musselman, in my opinion. And so you feel like when you're losing Justin Smith and Moses Moody, which are huge losses, and Jalen Tate, too, was big. And, you know, Moses Moody, of course, is leaving for different reasons. But when you lose these guys, it starts to make you wonder or even nervous. Like, well, hold on. So, like, yeah, Jalen Williams and Devo and those guys are going to be here, but what about the other guys? Like, who, who is, who's going to replace Moses? Who's going to replace Justin Smith? Here's how I look at it, and I think it's right that it should you should look at it this way, too. As long as Eric Musselman is your basketball coach, it doesn't matter what it's going to look like next year as far as in terms of uncertainty. Like, just because we don't know right now what it's going to look like does not mean that it's not going to look good. Like, if you think about the previous year, from year one to year two with Eric Musselman, we had no idea what the team was going to look like. Okay, we knew that he had a good recruiting class and Connor Vanover was coming in. Justin Smith from Indiana transferred in. A guy named Jalen Tate at the last minute transferred in. Like, we all knew those things, but we didn't know really how good they were going to be. We were hopeful, but we didn't know. We had no idea who was – like, we didn't know Justin Smith was going to have the year he did. We didn't know what J.D. Note's role was going to be. We didn't know Devo Davis was going to come to his own as being one of the premier guards in the SEC. Like, nobody knew that. Nobody did. But they did it, and we saw it. And it's going to be the same thing next year with Eric Musselman. We don't know what all of this team is going to look like. We don't know who's going to lead the team in scoring next year. We don't know who's going to be their go-to three-point shooter. We don't know who's going to be their big inside presence. We don't know. But you know what? It doesn't matter. As long as you have Eric Musselman, as long as you have a staff, and as long as you have these transfers coming in that understand how to work it, how to coach them up, and how to get them into the point to be successful, it just doesn't matter. So take hope in that, that as long as you have a coach like Eric Musselman, you're in good shape. No matter the year, no matter who's coming back, no matter who's leaving, you're always going to be in great shape with Eric Musselman being your head coach. 
We'll talk more about the basketball team and some of the news going on and some of the hearsay, if you will, in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock up on all the car parts you will need in a traditional chain storefront. But rockauto.com is a family business that serves auto part customers online for 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, you can do so by looking for engine control modules or brakes parts or taillights, whatever it is. They got it all. And if it's your classic or daily driver, it's all about easy clicks, and it can be delivered straight to your door. Best of all, rockauto.com is always reliably low when it comes to their prices, and it's the same as professionals as do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I thought it was so funny that uh, on Twitter the other day, I guess it was last night at the recording of this podcast, uh, I made a tongue-in-cheek comment about Arkansas and the run that they had in the NCAA tournament. Because after Baylor just absolutely dominated Gonzaga, I was like, okay, I'm going to have some fun with this. Because... Let's be honest, you haven't seen a team like Arkansas compete that well against Baylor before where they only lost by nine. No one expected Gonzaga just to absolutely dominate or get dominated by Baylor in the fashion that they did. Like, nobody really expected all of that. But it happened. So, therefore, people start to discuss things. <laughs> and... I put out the tweet that since Arkansas played Baylor better than any other team in the NCAA tournament, Arkansas, therefore, is the second best team in the country. Said there, those are the rules, and I will hear no arguments. Hogs by ninety. Now that is bro. That tweet, that stupid tweet that I put out, has broken the record for the amount of likes I have gotten on one single tweet. Which I'm not. I'm not trying to brag or anything. It's like not that. But it just shows you <laughs> how Razorback fans saw this tweet. Now, again, I think most people understood the the comedy that came along with it. Like, I was just being humorous. I don't actually believe that. But by the amount of people that did like it, though, and maybe some of you listening to this podcast were one of the ones that liked it, to me, that showed that you actually believe it. Or at least you believe it enough to talk trash about it. And that's one of the good feelings to have with the finish of the Razorback basketball season is that you can actually throw something at other people when they come at you about your basketball program. Because who else? Who else can talk trash to you in college basketball as a college basketball fan besides Baylor and Gonzaga or maybe uh, Houston or you know, Michigan or you know some, somebody like that? Not really. That's pretty much it. I mean, if you think about it, that's pretty much anybody that can have legitimate case to have something over you as a Razorback fan. That's it. Even Alabama, even though you guys finished at the same spot, you know, the last time you faced Bama, you won. And some people felt like you performed better because you lost to Baylor, the eventual champions, when Alabama lost to UCLA, uh, you know, there too. So, you know, I don't, I, I don't see any reason why you would – 
you know, not be able to talk trash a little bit. And that's the confidence that comes along with the program that you have right now. And that's why so many of you like that tweet, that stupid tweet I put out is because it's a, it's a form of, I can say this and some people will come at me and be like, no, that's not true. But I want more. Why is it not true? We, I mean, we, we, we were best team against Baylor. We only lost by nine. We were down by four with just about four minutes or so minutes left to go. We're, we're, yeah, we're the best team. If we played Baylor again, we'd probably win. You know, if Moses Moody didn't have the game he did, and, you know, we would, we would have won that game. Um, you know, it's just fun stuff like that that you can go along with and play it out. Uh, that's, what, that's what makes it so uh, fun to be a Razorback fan right now is to have that little extra, you know, pumping your chest out a little bit. It's awesome. And you can even say the same thing with, you know, with the great things that are going on with baseball and you know, softball's dominating and, like all these spring sports for Arkansas is doing so well, it's it's a great time to be a Razorback fan. And that confidence is something you can't lose. Like you don't want to lose that confidence ever, ever. You want to keep that feeling going, and you want to be able to utilize it. And because and, it makes your life better, it makes uh, every time you talk to somebody else, it makes it better. And the only thing about it is that you got to get to the point to where you hope that football can come around and to be to that level. Now, are they going to finish in the top 10 in the country at the end of the season? It's uh, a lot to ask. Could happen. It has happened. What happened this year? Probably not. But if you can just get to that point where you're moving in the right direction and you're and you're being that team that is uh, competing and, and getting the wins and at least uh, making some noise in the SEC West, then you know things could really start to change. Things could really start to look up for you. But Ride this feeling out as much as possible, folks, and be as confident as possible. Be as confident as you wish because the confidence level is what will drive this program into an expectation, and that expectation will drive others to meet that expectation. Like, it's it's just, it's the way it's got to be. Don't run from expectations. Embrace expectations and understand that you as a Razorback fan have a lot to be excited about. But remember where you were and remember where you are now. Remember where you want to go. And when you want to go to that, because you're in the process of it, and when you get to that, enjoy it. But right now, build upon what you're seeing right now and expect better things down the road. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have the NBA, they have the NHL, both sports are in uh, full swing, which is sad that college basketball is over, but still. Sports nonetheless. And you have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds and is the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. If you head to the website now at BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device, you can sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit Using promo code locked on. That's right, promo code locked on. Fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. It's a transfer portal season where I know the the watch is out there a lot and. It's probably going to be, hopefully, having some good news to come along with uh, whatever's going on with the Razorback basketball team. But I did want to give a shout-out not only to the baseball team and the success that they're having right now, but also to the football team and spring football and Sam Pittman doing a doing a great job so far at Arkansas and just some of the highlights from it all. Uh, like I said, nothing 
nothing too new or crazy or anything going on to report. But one of the things he did bring up was about the accuracy of the quarterback position and, and how K.J. Jefferson just doesn't seem to be at the point that he would like him to be at when it comes to being the quarterback. And so I start thinking about just, you know, comparatively speaking, you know, what does this mean? Like, is this because Arkansas at the quarterback position, I know I'm like, I cancel out the Chad Morris years because Chad Morris could have had freaking like Tom Brady back there and he would have found a way to screw it up. So I, I don't even consider those into this like discussion, but Arkansas in the quarterback position, canceling out Chad Morris has been in prime positions for a long time. You know, Felipe Franks was great last year. No people like to say otherwise, but he was great. Uh, before that, you had Austin Allen, who was solid as can be when it comes to a, a solid college quarterback. You had Brandon Allen before that. You had Tyler Wilson before that. You had Ryan Mallett before that. Um, you know, Casey Dick, say what you want. S- decent. Matt Jones before that. Like, the quarterback position has honestly been always in pretty good shape for the Razorbacks. But now you got KJ Jefferson, who seems to be the name starter at this point in time. And it's fine. Like you you should feel good about it. He seems like he showed some promise, especially in the Missouri game this past year. But Sam Pimmons says he's not being accurate. And I love this. I love this. And I don't love the fact that he's saying that KJ Jefferson isn't being accurate. I love the fact that he's saying it. Because what that tells me is there's no there's no sugarcoating of anything. Like you demand excellence, and when people ask you, you're going to demand excellence. Because that was something that always bothered me about Brett Bielema beforehand, is he would talk about position groups, and he would just like, hey, what do you think about the defensive line this year, Coach? Oh, it's the most deepest defensive line I've ever coached. It's great. It's like, okay, well, yeah, they couldn't even get to the quarterback, though. It's like, I, I don't want to hear sugar. I don't want to hear about how great everything is and how this team's going to be awesome. Like, be upfront about it. And I think Sam Pittman is a simple enough guy to where he doesn't want to sugarcoat anything. He's going to be like, well, this is, this is how it is. Yeah, we're not being accurate enough. We're not looking good enough. We got some problems. We got to work on it. KJ's got to get better. Like all those things, I love it. And hopefully uh, it gets fixed, whatever the problem may be, because it looks like it's going to be KJ's team. And, I'm again, I'm fine with that. But I just like the honesty and I like the, the change of pace there and Hopefully this will be a year where the quarterback situation isn't a problem for Arkansas because, again, they've gotten very spoiled from it. And I hope K.J. Jefferson or whoever it ends up being will be a fine addition, will be a team guy that wins games, and that brings Arkansas into improving upon what last year was a pretty solid year. Let's hope for the best in 2021. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 